Are you concerned about financial independence after your divorce and thinking about getting a job? How do you find one if you've been a stay-at-home mom or if you've left the workforce to raise a family? What kind of basic training should you have? These are the things we're talking about in today's episode of the Divorce Etc. podcast. We're the ex-experts, Jessica and TH. We focus on helping you navigate your divorce and successfully move on with your life. Please follow us on all social media at xexperts and check out xexperts.com for tons of free divorce-related resources. Let's bring in today's guest. Today, we have Heather Black with us, and we love everything about her, but what I personally love the most is that the title of the company she founded and is the CEO of is Supermum. And, and I want to have the right accent to say that properly, so she will say it again. But she is the founder of Supermoms, which is a group and consulting and coaching and workshop and a whole big platform to help you find the right career for you. Whether you've been a stay-at-home mom, whether you've been in the working world, whether you're just looking for something new to try, she has built this at, from her own experience and looking for something new in terms of her career and to be financially independent. So welcome to our show. Well, thank you so much for having me. It is Super Mums, um, but we do have, uh, we do support mums in the USA and beyond as well, all globally. We went accidentally global um, and attracted mums to it because they wanted to Accidentally global, I love it. <laughs> uh, right. We're that should be your hashtag, hashtag <laughs> accidentally mo- right. yes. That's that's awesome. So Heather, I mean, look, this is a huge topic, obviously, for women who are thinking about or going through and getting divorced, because I literally had a conversation with a friend just this past weekend who has not been working for the past probably close to 10 years because she's had kids. She had a pretty high powered career in the cosmetics industry and expressing the normal fears about what's going to happen if I go down this path, which by the way, she doesn't want to go down, but that's a whole other story. So talk to us about what you're hearing the most from women who are coming to you about the fear of their own financial independence. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's a mindset piece initially. If It's kind of, what do you want out of it? Because you, you're coming out of this situation um, and you know, you're either in survival mode or you're kind of thinking, actually, I'm going to create the best life for myself. And having gone through this journey myself on divorce um, and going, okay, well, how do I reposition myself? Um, You know, I really resonate with where people are at. I mean, I was in a position personally where I hadn't given up my income, um, you know, so I can only imagine in the situation where other people had given up their income, like how do they get back on the ladder? But I'm really privileged to be in a position where I can, I, we help people every day who've not worked for many years get back and change their lives and thrive in their life and that's what I want people to go away with at the end of the podcast today is to think actually you know as an independent woman going forward or man depending on who's listening to this you know and needs to relaunch their career you know I'm going to thrive in this new life I want the house I want the holidays I want to buy my kids the things I want to buy them And, you know, there is a way of doing that, even if you haven't worked for many years. And so I'm really looking forward to sort of unpacking that and to give people like the the inspiration 
and the reality of they can earn well, they can work flexibly, even if they have not worked for 10 years. It is absolutely possible. And I'm looking forward to sharing those secrets today. So what's the first step? Holy shit, I'm getting a divorce. And, you know, there are certain situations when you get a divorce, at least in New Jersey, you can be imputed income. And, and if you're not working or you have to get a job, you can be evaluated to see what kind of job you can get. I mean, the whole process. But they're not giving you the skill. job. They're just no, they're not giving you, you're the job. capable of yeah. getting a job worth yeah. $100,000. And then you're right. like, okay, great. Where's the job? Right. That's exactly what happened yeah. to me. I'm like, that sounds awesome. Where's the job? <laughs> but, but honestly, I mean, you will be evaluated as a human with the earning what your earning capacity is mm -hmm. and so okay now what what is literally the first step that you take heather to move forward and and create a career for yourself okay so let's there's two different angles to this and it's with a view of finding the best position where you can earn well um, but as I say, sort of work with flexibility and in your zone of genius. That's my new buzzword at the moment. Find your zone of genius yes. or your superpower, right? So the first thing is you want to the best salaries that you're going to get is aligning yourself to a career which is a skill that's in demand. So LinkedIn did do a survey on this every year. They say the most in-demand skills are cloud computing, business analysis. AI, data analytics, emotional intelligence. So a lot of those things we cover at Supermums, like we skill people up in those areas. Um, and so you want to work in those areas which are in demand for employers. By in demand, it also means there's quite often a talent gap. So if you're going to retrain and relaunch, position yourself in an area where there's a talent gap, where there's in demand, because that's where the higher salaries are going to be. Um, and so that's the first thing to think about. And I say that's kind of what we focus on at Supermums as our key industry areas. The second thing to think about is what is your superpower? What are you really good at? And I was doing a, um, a, a session last night with a group of women. And I've done this several times. Now, when I ask them, they're like, oh, and they really struggle to know, actually, what am I really good at? Right. So my recommendation to people is do personality profiling tool. We actually have a quiz at Supermums. Maybe we can put that in the show notes yeah. um, that takes people on a journey. And, and our quiz specifically allows them to look at their parenting skills. So we ask them 10 questions about their parenting skills um, and we suggest a job role for them off the back of that. And there's a job role wow. for everybody. So there's four different parenting types that I designed um, and off the back of that, there is a, definitely a job role that they could do in the ecosystem and the industries that we recommend. I but short love of that, that. We need to take that. We, we need to take that take assessment that. and see where we are because we are not in any of the high earning, <laughs> high demand career situations where we are right now. We're missing out. Definitely do the quiz. But beyond our quiz, obviously, other personality profiling tools can make you really sort of reflect on where you sit in a team, what your strengths are, what you're good at, helps you then reflect on your past experiences, whether that's in the workplace, volunteering or at home, for you to then confidently say, actually, these are things that I'm really shit hot on. And if you've been in a negative 
relationship maybe for a while where that has really knocked your confidence you need to kind of re-step into your zone of power and own the things that you are really good at and know that so that would be my recommendation for sort of you know starting to light that give you that light bulb moment really those two things can sort of give you that direction of travel okay so what do you say to likely many of the women that come to you who say I don't know anything about the tech industry. I don't really know anything about the areas, the five areas that you just mentioned. And I'm not tech savvy, so I'm scared of it. And are and people who are reluctant to pursue that. How do you help yeah. them get past that? Okay, talking to people, talk to people about it, find out, attend the events. So for, for example, at Supermums, we run events about what the career opportunities are. We have our Relaunch Your Career Boot Camps um, that we run where you can find out more. We also offer like career consultations about it. Um, so you can talk to somebody one-on-one, explore your skill sets, find out more about it, spend the time researching, talking to your friends, your colleagues. A lot of people that come on our course, it's normally their partner, their friend, you know somebody they know who works in that industry so network ask people on social media does anybody work in this space you're looking at does anybody work in ai or you know our pacific market is salesforce related but put put a post out and say you know can i have a chat about what your day-to-day job entails it's almost like being back at school right you remember being back at school and everybody's like what job are you going to do and you're like how do i know i'm going to like that you have to, but at this age, when we're older, you know, it's really hard for us as a 16-year-old self to go and find and understand what a job role is. But at this age, when we're more mature, you know, we have to put ourselves in the driving seat and we have to open up and say, you know, does anybody work in this sector that I could talk to or say, speak to organisations that operate in that sector or help you relaunch and just find out and discover a little bit more because that will make you confident again, you know, give you that confidence again. I would also think that if you forget about it's in tech, right? Because I know like you have roles that are virtual assistant, sales, and then really like focused on the technology. And so if those are the in-demand types of industry jobs, if you think about, okay, well, I'm a really good planner. I'm really good at organizing. I'm really good at getting shit together. I got three kids. I got a house. I'm basically a single parent. I get stuff done. Then a virtual assistant type of role might be a good stepping stone. If you're really great with people and you can talk to anybody and you can, you know, just chat them up, then maybe sales is good. So maybe when you also kind of tap into what comes naturally for you, you know, what you do really well in your every day. And I guess that's why you did the parenting because, you know, what do you manage in your day? How many kids, how many birthday parties, how many carpools? Do you have your own job? Are you balancing that? Are you, you know, picking up at, you know, daycare or whatever that totally makes sense that that would tie in together. Um, so also I would just think that it goes into your innate skill set, right. That would then you guys would then feed them in or lead them in the right direction. Yeah, exactly. I mean, at Supermums, we help people go into like six different job roles. And we talk about, as you quite rightly, you know, tech is a big, you know, you talk about tech, but actually um, 
only one of the job roles is actually working with the technology and building tech, right? The rest are supporting that journey. So we help people into project management roles, which is the organizers, right? The action planners, the coordinators, all the kids are leaving the house at the right time. You know, mind over that, clearly not. Everybody out by noon. (laughs) (laughs) And then we talk about, um, I talk about um, business analysts, so that was the other skill set that I mentioned. So we help people become business analysts. A business analyst, I can't say it, is very aligned to a parent that's very empathetic, the listener, the solution person. They like solving problems, listening to people, fixing things. They're a really good communicator. Um, they're not building anything with tech. They're just listening and helping people fix their problems at work, right? So I, you quite often talk about yourself being the counsellor. Um, and then you've got the Salesforce administrator role, which is the tidier. They're the ones that love tidying, keeping things tidy, organizing, supporting people, making sure everybody knows where everything is and they know what they're doing. Um, so that's the Salesforce administrator role. Um, and then you've got the consultant role. And the consultant is somebody that loves change and variety, um, likes learning new things, is the innovator, but likes a series of those hats. So if you don't find yourself just in one of those things, you like doing a range, that's where a consultant fits in because you like, you know, you're not necessarily 100% at one of those things, but you like doing a mix of those things, but you like change, you like variety, you get bored quickly. So that's Mm -hmm. a consultant role. And then you've got the sales role, TH, as you mentioned. So in in technology, you can sell the technology and actually they get paid the most. (laughs) Totally. Of course. That's um, big. That's always big box. Yeah. But what I loved about the sales role, having I've done all of these roles bear, as a parent at different points um, in, in the Salesforce space, the, the sales role is you get them really excited about technology. Like as a parent, you're the one that's always convincing your friends to buy the air fryers. Right. That was me trying to convince my parents to get one. Oh, my yeah. God. I bought two of them so that I have three drawers total. Yes. I haven't gone there yet, but I'm still. You have you know, to. It is yeah. it is a life changer. Okay. But go ahead. <laughs> but, it's, it, you know, if you're that kind of person, like influencing, telling, spreading the word about things, um, you get excited about stuff, then you're going to be a great salesperson. And actually what's really nice about these types of sales roles is it's helping people solve problems and helping businesses to perform better. So it's not like a hard, you know, selling double glazing, for example, like it's right. a really rewarding job. But it's a nice quick fix at the beginning, but then you don't have to do any of the implementation side. So it's quite a nice place to be, plus you get paid quite well. So, um, you know, there's those five different jobs. There are others you can progress into as you sort of go through, but they're sort of good starting points. So it gives you a flavor of what's possible, I suppose. So we're going to take a quick pause here because we know it's hard to get honest and reliable information about your divorce and life in general. So we've done the work for you with ex-experts and our Divorce Etc. podcast. Jess and I had one another to ask all of the questions and figure out the answers. And now you have us. We are your no bullshit, no nonsense girlfriends through divorce and beyond. Ask us anything about life and all that comes with it. Be sure to subscribe to our weekly newsletter to get ex-experts in your inbox. You can get all of this information and so much more at xexpertsex.com expertscom We've lived it, so we get it. So I I have um, a follow-up question, okay? So 
great. I've tapped into my skills. I think that I could go either into sales or I can be the tidy upper or whatever job that was. Okay. But how do you dispel the fear? Which means how do you build the confidence? So yes, I'm talking to people. It sounds interesting, but I still haven't worked in 15 plus years. Or I was like just, you know, answering phones at the car dealership. What makes me muted, Jessica? What makes me qualified to, how do you encourage people to keep moving forward and not be frustrated that I just don't get it? How do you have the support to keep them going? Because you can be like, you know what? Screw it. This is, I I don't know how to do this. It's so easy to cop out. Yeah, exactly. So before I launched Super Mums, my job was designing programs to help people back into employment. And from all of that research that I did, we used to evaluate a range of employability programs and design them. So I come with, you know, that level of credibility of building an employment program. And I realized that if we were to just give people technical training, i.e., you know, here's a here's a course on Salesforce, you're going to learn it, the technical thing, it wouldn't get people from A to Z who haven't got that confidence, you know, to relaunch into something new. So I put together our program with several ingredients around it. And I think if you're going to relaunch into a career, be it you know, via Supermums or in another area, these are the things that I would really recommend that you get, you know, in your support right, network. Arsenal. Yeah. You know, it's fantastic that the listeners have yourselves to support them. Obviously, when they're relaunching, they need that support network with them as well. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we do at Supermums is we, we're part of a cohort of learners. So everybody's in it together. So they get their little group and they're chatting with each other and they're motivating each other. So connect with other people who are in that same zone as you and sort of be on it together because that peer support network has been very important for them. You know, when they're on those, you're going to have this learning journey, this learning dip we talk about where you're like, you know, excited at the beginning, but then three or four weeks in, we always see it. It's like, oh my God, can I really do this? Well, and they've like already applied to 300 jobs and they're like, nothing, Right. right. Yeah, so you're going to be on this emotional roller coaster, but if you've got other people on that journey with you, it's really important. And actually, now at Supermums, we've got a thousand people have gone through our program, right? So they're all on a what like a WhatsApp group or Slack together. We have different channels, um, and they're all motivating each other, right? Because some people are five years, six years down the line, whereas you've got those that are completely new. So they're all supporting each other. So you want to be in a support network of other parents other people that are on this journey with you would be my recommendation the other kind of instrumental part is that we give each of them a one-to-one mentor and they meet with the mentor every single week for one to two hours who goes through what they've learned in the training checks their homework and whether they've got it right or not supports them if they haven't and it's somebody really holding their hand and helping them again with that emotional up and down so find yourself a mentor in the industry that you're going to be working in. It's what we provide on our program. So it's part and parcel of that as well. Um, And then the other thing that we added in was the work experience piece. So work shadow, ask 
if you can shadow somebody in their job, learn what they do. You don't need to be hands-on straight away. We do provide more practical work experience where they get their hands dirty as part of our programme. But work shadowing can just be as valuable, you know, and, and that's quite relatively easier to do these days when jobs are virtual because you can just sit in a meeting and listen in and yeah. see how they talk, see how things go, learn and shadow because my background is coaching. And I think, you know, coaching is we talk about mirroring people. Right. So if you can watch how people work and then you can adopt their style and you can start mirroring them, you can almost adopt their persona in your body and then you can be like them. Right. You emulate them. Mm -hmm. Emulate them. Yeah, exactly. Um, And that's the other thing that we do do as well is career coaching. So we embed career coaching as part of our program. So do lean into career coaching because career coaching helps you unpack all that baggage you've got, get it out on the table, you know, knock it away because <laughs> it's just rubbish, right? It's this little negative voice that will just right. grind you down. Um, and so career coaching can be valuable too. Can so you has- explain, hold on a second, because I just feel like everyone listening, like myself, has probably heard a lot of times about career coaches. Can you tell us what career coaches do? Because I think that some of the conversations that I've had with people, they're like, well, I work in this industry over they, over here. I, I, I come from a TV background. I worked in, in TV for over 20 years. And like, I have friends that are, have come out of the TV industry who are like, I'm not gonna get a career coach who trains people how to get a job at, like a, at a bank because they don't know mm. anything about my production background. So give us a little insight into career coaching and what it can actually do for people. Sure. Okay. So it depends on your background and what you're needing, really. But there are various coaching tools and techniques that we teach people. So one might be around, you know, just really unpacking your values again and really going, what is it that I want and need in my life? Because how often do we sit down and really assess our values? (laughs) You know, it's not the thing you do on a daily basis. Um, And when I when we teach this on the course, for many of them, it's like, okay, there was a few light bulbs there, you know, something wasn't fitting with their previous employer or their industry. And so it's really clear almost to go back to basics about what is important for me in my life. Um, You can really narrow down on those superpowers. So if you're struggling, they can work with you on that. Because again, maybe you don't have the motivation to do it yourself. And so you need somebody to work through your attributes, your skills, you know, kind of help rebuild and reposition yourself because people struggle to sell themselves or, you know, look at how they can transfer it so they can help shine a light on those different areas. Um, They can help you overcome your imposter syndrome, um, you know, and sort of, again, tackle some of those negative beliefs. Is that really real or not? And how would you turn that into a positive? So, the coaching tools that I learned when I trained as a coach, I use a lot like positive reframing. So if things happen, you get rejected from interviews. Actually, what did you learn from that interview? How do I reframe that in my mind? I think coaching tools and techniques are something that everybody should have in their skill set. So you can shift your mind from a negative place to a positive place. You can sell yourself well. You can think about what it is that you need and want. It's about ultimately being in control of your mind and knowing your destiny so if you are in a position where you're feeling negative you're feeling low you know you're struggling to find your direction a coach is what you need to get there and that might be a life coach because maybe it's broader or it could be a career coach 
I'm with you, Jessica, on, you know, I think it's valuable to find career coaches that know perhaps your industry and alignment. You know, as similar, I would say about a business coach, I would say work with a business coach who knows your industry. So, you know, find somebody that aligns with that, I think. Don't you, though, also have to find employers who are open to the idea of people returning to the workforce and retransitioning back into work? Because I think that if a company is inundated with applications for a position, their easiest answer may be someone who's currently in the workforce who is going to basically be a plug and play person as opposed right. to thinking, oh, here's this person who may have all of these skills, but they haven't been working in six years. Mm -hmm. No, really good, really good point. So we've obviously had a lot of people go through our program and I would say everybody that's wanted a job has got one um you know and even those individuals who've been out of work 10 years have landed their first job at the first interview you know and that's happened more than once so are you just guys helping put people together with actual job yeah. opportunities yeah. so we have the recruitment side as well as the okay. training side so when they finish we have job opportunities obviously we don't have all the job opportunities in the world but the way that we've, um, you know, helped people be successful is by giving them the career coaching advice. So we help them reposition on their LinkedIn profile, you know, re-edit that. And people have then come to them and they've had like three job offers off the back of it, right? You know, so it's knowing how to present yourself on LinkedIn, how then people will find you, how to start posting. It's about how to write your CV. So you emphasize all the things that you're really good at. Now, I talked about, Confidence comes from having really good reputable training um, and being known, known how to sell yourself well. In the situations, you know, and this is again is about getting the right support, working with recruiters really helps because they will sell you in, right? You don't have to sell yourself. And if you struggle with selling yourself, a recruiter can do that bit for you. So again, a recruitment element can help you. But um, an example being with this is that we had a job come in and this employer was like, oh, no, we need somebody with a couple of years experience. So quite often they say that, but we'll put people forward anyway. But for whatever reason, this other this lady who'd been through our program got put forward by another recruiter, actually. Um, for some reason, she didn't go through our program, uh, our route. But they met her and they absolutely loved her and her energy and how she pitched herself and how she presented. And they took her on. And I think, you know, it's how you show up. It's your energy. It's your enthusiasm. And we say to our candidates, like the fact that you've invested in your training shows you're really motivated. The fact that you're kind of doing learning off your own back shows that you're really motivated. Um, you can have people that have perhaps worked in the sector and never done any training or qualifications. Right. So you never know what you're up against necessarily. Um, you know, with our program, because you've got a mentor, um, you've got the work experience and you've got the training, you can get three references. So you want to try and get references off the back of people that can verify your skills, right? So if you've got a mentor and you're doing training and you're doing some work shadowing or work experience, you know, try and build up those people that can reinforce and recommend you, you know, for progression as well. So there's lots of things you can do to really be successful um and so all i'd say to people listening is don't have that 
fixed mindset right now of I can't do this, it's too hard. Think about just go listen to this again, write down all the little bits that I've said. Um, you know, and if it, if you come through Supermums, then great. But if you go through other career opportunities and other routes, just think about all these little ingredients that will make the difference to you being successful versus not. Because you do have to position yourself competitively when you're in the marketplace. You're quite I love right. All of this information. Okay. So what about scams? You can make a thousand dollars a week by working this many, these few hours, flexible schedule whatever, whatever, what are the things that you should look out for that have the word scam written all over it? But, but, you know, maybe we wouldn't see, we haven't been looking for a job for a long time, but you know, like, first of all, we all know that if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Mm -hmm. But in, you know, buy our project, buy our workshop, buy into this timeline, we're going to get you you know, all the promises. So what are some red flags when you're looking for a job or starting your career again that people should be, you know, Aware. keep their eyes open about? Yeah, it's so true, isn't it? And actually, we were having this conversation before we started. It's like, even when we promote the career opportunities with super mums, like we want to talk about the salaries, right? Because people want to know what is it I'm going to earn, you know, because that's so... It's naturally the case that people are probably going to promote the earning potential and the flexibility as part of a marketing opportunity, because why else are you going to listen? Of you course, know, to get you pay attention. So, yeah. So I think what you have to do beyond that is kind of understand, well, is it a role that suits me? So, you know, there are obviously lots of sales roles that might promise that type of thing. Is it that is that what you want to do or not? So I think. Have a look at the job roles that sit behind it. Reflect on your superpowers and understand it. Talk to other people that have been through the journey. So again, at Supermums, we will try and connect people to other alumni so they can chat to them. You know, and we have a Facebook group that people can join and ask questions. So you can sort of feel the authenticity of that rather than it just be perhaps one person to talk to. So ask if you can talk to other people that have joined you know, ask them honestly, like, or well, what hours do you work? And do you have the flexibility? You know, ask all those questions. I always say to people, it's about making informed decisions. You know, you've got to do the research, you've got to do the legwork on it, in order to make the right decision to make you feel confident. And what we do during our relaunch your career boot camps is we give people like a career plan template to write everything in. So if you liken it to start, if you were starting a business and you're putting all your money into a business, you'd write a business plan, right? If you're going to invest any money in growing a business, you write a business plan. Um, if you're going to do a career and you're going to invest in a career, what you want to do is write down everything you're learning. And so it makes sense. So if you needed to ask somebody to borrow some money, your parents or whatever, you know, or even yourself, you're investing yourself. You've got everything in black and white in front of you that gives you the confidence that it's the right thing to do. So what's right. my, how do I make this successful? What's the steps I need to take? What are the job roles I want to do? What's the earning potential? You know, put all those questions down and ask people. And so you feel like you have the plan in front of you and then you're going to feel confident to take that step forward. And do the research, take the time. If you see something posted, investigate the company, make sure it's legit. 
Right. Before you go and you buy into a program or a workshop, there's so many that I'm always like, oh, Jessica, we should do this. We should go here. We, like, we should be certified with this. We should go. You know, they're all very super shiny. And if they've done yeah. their homework, they have awesome marketing. So just really take the time to look into it, set up a call with them. So, you know, if it's legit or not, before you put your money behind something and definitely take notes on the stuff that Heather is said, you can listen to this over and over again. You can read the transcript. Such you can good information, yeah. such good tips. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like everybody that listening that has been listening, no doubt has learned an enormous amount. We definitely want to have you back. We do want to talk more about the specific programs and stuff you have. We're out of time now, but you know, everyone listening, super moms and, and Heather, you, you are accidentally global, right? So this is, can benefit people no matter where you live around the world. Absolutely. We've had people join us all over the world. Um, like 30, 40% of our trainees are from the USA, um, and Canada, as far as India and and Australia as well. So Amazing. we do have a global remit and we have a team in the USA and a team in EMEA as well. Love it. Love it. So if you guys enjoyed this episode of the Divorce Etc. podcast with the ex-experts today as much as we did, then please help us out because when you subscribe, rate, and review, it helps us get the word out so we can support more people like you going through divorce and beyond. Be sure to check the show notes for more info on Heather and Supermoms and the programs and courses that they offer. And of course, share with anyone you know who can benefit from listening. Have a great day.